I'm sitting here drinking um, this water like it's about to do something for me. Like I really grabbed it like it was coffee and it ain't, ain't, ain't do anything for me. <laughs> okay, so what we doing? We recording we, we here. We here now. We here now. We here now. Okay, sis, so hey. l- let them know. Let them <laughs> let them know. What are we letting so them know? Are you, let the are you going to know. You let the people know. Who are you? Okay. I'm about to say, I'm new. I'm a newbie. So this is a, a new voice mm. to the podcast space. Okay. And do you have a name, new voice to the podcast space? So I do have a name. I do have a name. Okay. Jory. Uh-huh. Now, some may see Jory Chioma, but... My first name is Jory. Jory Chioma is not my first name. So I think that that's always funny mm-hmm. when people address me as Jory Chioma. Uh-huh. And then I have to remind my, like, I don't think anybody knows that that's my middle name. So, yes. So for the people that don't know, for the new voice that is on the podcast, Jory, I'm here. Yes, sis. I'm back. <laughs> She's back for the first time, everyone. Yay! Is it the first time? Is it the first time? In this in this uh space, yes, it is the first time. But I feel like this is definitely uh I don't know what you call it, a, a back and forth. But we here again. Yes. So are you gonna introduce your Ooh, don't do that. Don't do that. So the other voice you hear. I'm just saying Um, some of y'all know me as BK. Long story, we don't need to get into that, but my name is Jasmine. We're gonna go by Jazz, cuz yeah. And uh so we're here now. I am not new to the podcasting, but I have stopped. But Jory brought me back. So what's up? I did because I don't understand why you stopped. I don't okay. understand why you stopped. So I stopped because first of all, talking to yourself is a lot of work. And I don't like inconsistency. So not having someone to do the podcast with, it was just like, if it comes back around, it will. If it doesn't, it is what it is. So that's how I got here or there, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. That that makes sense. I mean, I, first of all, I commend you for even doing a podcast solo because... I can't imagine what it would be like to have a solo conversation literally with yourself. It's all, it's and <laughs> like you asking and answering the questions. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like it's like a live journal. Yeah. Almost. Like Moesha, Dear Diary. Today was Dear Diary. <laughs> it's too much work. Today it was ghetto it again. Was ghetto again. <laughs> and you know what? I'm tired of doing this. Sincerely, never again. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you took me up on my offer to do this again. Now, granted, I only proposed an episode. How we got to this point of doing an entire podcast together, that was never the intention of my conversation. Oh, okay? okay, so I don't know how you swindled me. I know, man. Because I feel like I've been... I was swindled. Because uh, I no. definitely... 
See, I, I, I remember that conversation kind of different. You was like, so what's up with the podcast? I was like, I don't want to do it no more because yada, yada. You was like, you should bring it back. Let's do a show. I was like, yeah, ADHD brain. No? Well, I mean, I don't think it went like that. <laughs> uh, I think it, it has some snippets because what um, they say is a little truth in every lie. Uh-huh. So I don't feel like it was a, I don't think it was a lie lie, but I definitely was like, oh, I would like to do a episode. And then he was like, uh, a little bit of what you said. <laughs> and then it was like, well, do you want to do it with me? And so I'm like, okay. Like mm. I felt, I felt, you know, I don't want to say pressure. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, I'm actually, I'm actually looking forward to it because, you know, being a content creator, like more so for social media, yeah, this is kind of a little out, out of my element, surprisingly, because being on like a public platform, you would assume that, you know, you, you're used to speaking to an audience and all that other stuff, but mm-hmm. audio wise, like I don't really do a whole lot of talking on my platform. So this is almost like a, so, you know, it's a little bit of a, some intrigue because like, Ooh, she speaks. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I talk, I talk a yeah. little bit. <laughs> I talk a little bit, but you know, I mean, you've known me for a long time, so I'll be having shit to say. So well, this is going to be, a <laughs> this is going to be a, a cool platform to, you know, you know, kind of express myself in yeah. that manner. And so to do it with someone who, We've had a lot of um, roller coaster rides. We've lived a lot of life together. <laughs> yes, we've lived a lot of life together. So <laughs> I was say it don't get it doesn't get much more genuine than the real life shit that we have endured Aww. together. Not even separate. She love you for real, y'all. That makes you happy. <laughs> I mean, I feel like at this point we are we're stuck or we are bonded together by something. Um, So let's give, let's give everybody a little backstory as to like how we got here. Um, So we want to start, you know, telling real stories. The year was. (laughs) What, what, what Sophia say? 1938. The year was 2006. That's a long time ago. 2006. Yes. A long time ago, <laughs> because for those that don't know, since we are 33, hey, so hey, 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 hey. I'm proud. Hey. I'm proud. I'm proud because my great grandfather always said it's better to get older than to not age at all because yeah, every is dead. So, you know what? I'm cool <laughs> with aging, <laughs> I'm okay with aging. So, the year was 2006, mm-hmm. we met. Freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. Now, since we've already thrown our age out there, you know, some shit gets a little murky with a little age. Well, I mean... Some things are a little vague. You yeah. may remember them differently. No, no, that's right. The funny, the funny, the the most interesting thing, I guess we'll get into that more, but the most interesting thing that I always thought about our friendship was one, we both the same height. Two... Our first and middle name begins with the same initial. Three, it does. our birth dates are the same day. <laughs> so I, I feel like I feel like we was brought together for a reason, but 
I don't know if I figured out what for reasons. I don't know either. And maybe there's maybe there's a little bit more to our story that has yet to be told. But we are we are bonded by many things. Nah, and like nah. you said, it is like a lot of like a lot of things that's just like, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. How and we have a lot of similarities in terms of like the types of music that we like. Mm-hmm. And so we have a lot of commonality like yeah. with you know just how we are as individuals and so which is probably why we've had so much of a uh a tumultuous <laughs> i don't think it was that bad relationship because i because i feel like we're, we're so much alike in mm-hmm. so many ways so sometimes it's like our likeness you know you best mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly exactly it's like i know me and I feel like if I'm talking to someone that's similar to me, you already know how it's gonna go. It's yeah. like, oh, we're very, we're very much the same. Yeah. So talking to yourself, like imagine talking to yourself, you already know what that type of conversation gonna go. Right. How that conversation's gonna go. Whole attitude. So, no, maybe not a whole attitude. You know, I don't think it was always best. Okay, so let's let's clear it up for everybody so that they understand where we at with it. Uh huh. So 2006. 2006. At the illustrious NCCU. freshman year. The every HBC was the illustrious, the illustrious. <laughs> Our freshman year on campus. Now I don't even remember where we were. If I don't know if it was a basketball meeting, I don't know what it was, but I remember seeing Jazz and thinking to myself, "Damn, why is she not smiling? <laughs> like it sounds weird." Because you know how how old men be like, you know, you should smile more. Like I felt like that when I was. <laughs> looking at just like why she looks so mean like we just got here what the hell and i was like and she she kept that she kept that face the whole time i'm just like okay all right you will listen i was in a new place okay i was in a new place and it was just a lot going on and i was trying to get in where i fit in i'm an introverted person so me being in big spaces with a lot of people is very nerve-wracking well i mean that that is definitely understandable i feel like you know we were all and i think for most people they don't understand that when you're coming in with a group of people that have already been pre-selected for like you know a basketball team or which was while we were there Mm -hmm. for a basketball team it was like okay these are people that you're pretty much going to be paired with throughout the next four years of your life if you know those individuals stay so you don't really have too much of a choice of whether you want to like them or not so you come into this space y'all meet up together and it's probably like maybe 13 14 people Mm. and basically you know coaches like these your teammates so you just got to figure out all right who can i like (laughs) who who am i gonna like who can i who am i gonna deal with Uh like Damn, I'm glad she graduated type shit. So it's like you don't really have a whole lot of choices. You you just have to figure out how you're gonna get through it. Mm-hmm. So when you're looking at people and they're new, you are I mean, we all do it. You're kind of judging off of your first impression yeah. with most people. And so I was like, it's like, damn, she not gonna smack us. I was like, shit, it's gonna be a long, long collegiate career. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I've always been that kind of person, though, just to just be very wary of my surroundings. But 
it was like something you said earlier. When I saw you, it's like and you act like we were on the street. Hey, hey, don't act we like we wasn't that. on the street. Listen, when I saw you, I saw me <laughs> in you. So I'm like, okay, this is we not the same person, but I feel like we gonna be like, hey, Joy, Jasper, who are you? And that has happened to me when I was on campus. I don't know if it's happened to you, but I have had a few people mistake me for you before. <laughs> And I was just like, bro. So I think that's just what it was. Well, I apologize. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, it's fine. I didn't. I I don't have that type of foresight, so I didn't think of it that much in that moment. I was just like, I mean, because I had already knew one of our teammates, mm. you know, Toya, because we went to grow hey, up together. Girl. So I already knew her. So I kind of had like a a, a somewhat of a safe space because mm -hmm. we were friends so i mean at that point i was like okay well i have my friend from my childhood so i should be okay you know acclimating to meeting the rest of my teammates or whatever yeah so i don't even remember if you can recall like what our first actual interactions were like because i can't really remember um because we weren't friends right off the bat like it while we may while you may have seen yourself and me or however you just <laughs> you know so eloquent we did not we were not friends mm -mm. from the very beginning mm -mm. it's the i don't know i don't even know when uh when we were kind of like had to come oh it's when we, had when to we ended together. up having to be roommates first interaction that i could honestly remember that we had freshman year was when every, well, I, I don't know if everybody went, but we went to a football game. That was like the first time that you and I actually spoke, spoke outside of the team. Well, the one time I can remember. But then after that, it was like, I'll see you next year. <laughs> yeah, there was no rush for us to get to know each other like at all. It was like, I mean, I'm going to see you at all of these, uh, these common spaces, mm -hmm. you know, anything that's dealing with basketball, but I don't think there was ever like an immediate, you know, I don't want to say maybe a desire to want to get to know the other person. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know if it, me, I can only speak for myself, but I'm not sure if it had anything to do with maybe my first like encounter me just assuming like you know this is gonna be a uh, it's gonna be rough a a tough integration <laughs> it's gonna be a little wrestling so i was thinking do i really want to put in the work to, to be it. friends with her i was like i don't know i'm not sure she seems very brief and short with everyone so i'm not gonna take it personally <laughs> so i was like i'm just gonna chill Dang. and then i remember I don't think I knew we were roommates until we were roommates. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think I remember knowing like who my sophomore roommate was going to be. Yeah. So wait, sophomore year. Wait a minute. We moved. See, I, 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 I don't think that's sophomore year. I was, should we say names? Okay. Well, they don't know this person, but sophomore year LV was my roommate. You forgot. They remember we did a little switch in the room. But how did I end up in your room or that, that bigger room? Because you wanted to be, I, I don't, I don't know if you wanted to be in a bigger room or if she wanted, I, I don't remember, but I remember LV was supposed to be my roommate and then somehow, some way we ended up roommates because she was never there. And I don't even know how that happened. I don't read, I don't either. I don't know how that happened. Yeah. Cause remember. I have no idea how that happened. Cause remember coach was like, she wanted the upperclassmen and the lower classmen to be in rooms together. And that's why LV was going to be my roommate, but 
something happened and here we are today. <laughs> well, I remember because I don't, you know, that no offense, but I don't really think I jumped up to be like, yeah, let me be Jazz's roommate because we no. had no friendship. So I was like, I don't even know how that even happened. Mm-mm. To I have no clue. I I honestly don't know how that happened because I want to say I was like a late addition to being in that dorm. Um, I don't know what the the arrangements were prior to, but I don't feel like I was supposed to be in that dorm initially. So I don't know if some changes had happened or maybe she wanted to be someplace else. I can't remember, mm-hmm. but somehow, some way, we ended up being in the same dorm, same room mm-hmm. as roommates. Thank God that room was big. Not gonna lie, like it, it needed it needed that. Listen, we needed that space. We had in that the room. handicap room. So. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. We had the handicap room and we needed that because I feel like if we were in one of the standard size, we probably wouldn't have made it no. sophomore year. And it was a it was an up and down year too. It didn't even it started off rocky, not rocky, but awkward. It was awkward, but yeah. It was awkward, but it was like you sharing a, a literally a four hundred, if four hundred square feet, it might have been less than that, maybe like three fifty. You sharing this small space with somebody, hell, you better get to know them. Like, if not, it's going to be a long year mm-hmm. if you literally just make it a point to not speak to your your roommate. Mm-hmm. So luckily, we have sweet mates. So it kind of broke up some of the, the, the awkwardness. Yeah. So, so it was like, okay, we at least had two neutral people mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. you know, Help have together. different interactions with to be... Yeah. Yeah, help help make it all make sense. But in that little bit of time, like we really had an opportunity to talk more mm-hmm. and get to know each other and really realize that we have a lot more in common yeah. than we probably did. So I think sophomore year definitely was the the foundational year to our Come friendship. On, foundational so year. it was it was because <laughs> That was really the first year that we, you know, made it a point to get to know each other. Yeah. And from there, I mean, we had a lot of experiences. We spent a lot of time together, which is why I could feel like people would mistake us um, because we had the same build for the most part, same complexion. Oh, like, me. if you're always together, it ain't that many tall people, <laughs> so it's all women. So you already going to stick out. So they just assume you see one, you see the other one. It was always me, you, and then Katrice. So uh-huh. it was like the, the three tall girls. <laughs> so they go, it was like, it's process of elimination. You're one of the three. So then, but then we had, we had some, we had some moments that year too. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you remember, I remember, was it, it was before one of them breaks. And I felt like you broke up with us as sweet mates. Like you wrote us a letter and we was all sitting in the uh in the living room. I don't know how you don't remember. We were you left us a letter Ooh. on the table in the living room area. And so you were gone. Okay. And it was just the three of us. And we it was very dramatic. Like we read that letter and it was like, is she leaving us or breaking up with us? Like it felt like a breakup. It was the longest sophomore year of my life. I was like, wait, we just had five good months. How did we get here? How did we get to the breakup letter? I don't know. I'm an emotional person. 
So sometimes my emotions just kind of overwhelm me and get the best of me. I have no idea what you are talking about. I know I've had some moments, but I don't remember a letter. Look, if we had if we had a moment where we could call uh, one of our former sweet mason, <laughs> I'm almost a thousand percent she would concur that she remembers the the room breakup letter. I mean, I came. We back. were all sitting there like we were we were really confused. We were like we was like oh shit. We was like what the hell is going on? Like we literally had no clue what was going on. We were so lost for words <laughs> nobody really knew what to do next that was sophomore year well did y'all call and me i don't even really remember or text me or something to see what was going i don't on. Even, well i think at that point we were kind of like well i don't know what what should we say because she didn't say anything to us she just wrote us this letter so it was like <laughs> we just gonna let her be let that be that like i don't think anyone knew how to respond because it, it seems so it seemed definite, but indefinite. It was like, I don't know. It was almost like a to be continued. And we were just a little unsure. It's like, okay, so we just go let her have her space. <laughs> and then when she ready to come back around, she could come back around, but we didn't even know how to really address it. So I think from that point, we, we kind of were, you know, tiptoeing a little bit, like everything. All right. You all right. Y'all all right. <laughs> like y'all good. We good. Like, Ooh, glad to hear all did we have some positives? I know there was some positives during that year. It wasn't no, always it weird. was a lot of positive. Sophomore year was very positive. It it ended more a little up in the air. Um, but it wasn't like a like a forever ending type of thing. Cause I mean we came back strong and ended things fairly well for the rest of the school year. So we've been what, four years? Four years, we were, you know, everything was good. And then, you know, you transition into the real world. Like, and that shit kind of hit us all out of nowhere, like a ton of bricks. Trying to figure out, okay, so we really out here on our own, trying to figure out what's what. So I know I ended up um, working a whole bunch of just You remember when we was working at Time Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, we were working there. Or I think I was there like maybe six months or something like that. I don't remember. Uh, but I, like I cannot wait to tell that lady that I, I couldn't wait to tell that lady that I was um that I was quitting. She got on my nerves. I was like, lady, I'm here for a, a, a short time, not a long time. Like, Girl. calm down. I just need to chat. Okay. I just got out of college. <laughs> I needed a job. That seemed like the job that every two after we graduated, though, like everybody graduated, they went to Time Warner. I think it was just convenient at the time, you know, just the availability, how quickly they were hiring. It was just, I just felt like they was taking anybody, to be honest. Like, you need a job, we got a chair. Like, that's what it felt like. It was, you didn't need a whole lot of experience mm-hmm. to basically work at a call center. It wasn't. It wasn't like my degree was needed mm-hmm. to show up and be there. It was just like, do you have good communication skills? Can you read? All right, you got a job. <laughs> it was a pretty simple, you know, prerequisites to get hired yeah. there. Yeah. It wasn't a lot that has happened. So, you know, just thinking about the transition that, you know, we had from our, from college to actually being out in the real world, you know, in general, 
you know, in any type of situation, you, you may experience some drifts, you know, as you are now coming into a different person than you were when you were probably 19. Yeah. Now that you're maybe 22, 23 or something like that, you know, we out on our own, you know, <clears throat> trying to figure out, okay, how I'm going to survive, take care of myself, have a life, all kinds of stuff. So I, I feel like, you know, we did a lot of I don't want to say single things because I mean, technically, according to the government, unless you married, you single. So, right. <laughs> so I feel like, you know, we definitely had our moments going out and enjoying, um, you single know, uh, that time <laughs> together, you know, having some, some girl time or whatever, but then I think life just kind of hits and people just start, you know, dealing with their own individual stuff. So I think that kind of played a little bit into, us kind of drifting a little bit. I know we had some situations where maybe we weren't necessarily on the same page about things. And, you know, I don't want to call it a break. What would you call it? Like, what would you say? Well, first of all, I'm trying to understand what situations you talk about. Because I just thought we just got we stopped. Well, I remember it was, <laughs> it, we had a few, I mean, I'm not going to put all our business <laughs> out on the pot. But we did have a few interactions where one person may have felt they weren't uh, supported in the way that they felt like they needed to be. And um, then maybe the other person probably felt like communication wasn't mm. uh, where it should have been at the time. And so I think just us having those differences or seeing things differently or just recalling the situation differently instead yeah. of, I mean, obviously we were younger, so yeah. our emotional maturity was probably not the best either <laughs> at the time. So I think... We both probably said our little two cent and was just like, it's whatever. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. just like, you know, those moments where like, well, time will heal it. Time will get it together. And then, you know, taking that time to just kind of, you know, live our own life. And then I always feel like, I will say you have always been the one to definitely throw out the Hey Big Head text message. It, it, that's what it kind of feels like when we haven't spoken in a long time. And then you'll text me. It's, it's definitely the equivalent to, hey, big head. Because I always remember <laughs> when we was younger, you always used to say, out of sight, out of mind. And that shit bothered me because I was like, listen, me and Jory been through too much shit for you to be t putting me in that out of sight, out of mind box. If I got to just be like, what's up? But it's just so to know that you're alive. So you hit me with the with the future. Uh, so I heard you was out here forgetting about people. I want to make sure you don't forget about me. Like you go, you gonna do me like a meme. Hey, hey. I feel like I literally, I've never felt more like a piece of meat than when you would like hit me, like almost like hey big head. Like it just, it really, it felt like it because it was like you know how they say when you moving on, your ex start thinking mm -hmm. they moving on, so mm -hmm. they just come out the blue. Like that's what it felt like. I was like, oh, that the hell. No, I just wanted to make sure, you know. <laughs> no, you don't have to apologize. But I just think it's funny how, you know, even stuff with that you deal with in, like, romantic relationships, sometimes that shit can be very relevant in your friendships. And so to hear you say that I would say out of sight, out of mind, because that's so true, yeah. I still feel that way. It's it's a terrible thing, but it's, it's definitely my toxic trait. I'm working. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind is definitely... Um, it's a scary thing, but I know that about myself. So I can, I can admit yeah. that if I don't see or hear from someone, then I will, you know, just start to 
not I'll never forget, but the desire to want to do anything more is just probably not there. But I'm getting so much better yeah. with not allowing that to be the case. Like trying to reach out to people, like if they're on my mind to say something because I had a really bad habit of just not saying anything. Yes, I would definitely get the hey big head text messages from Jazz and then mm-hmm. it would spark up some conversation and then we would talk for I don't know I mean, the hours trying to good. make up for yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. We would try to make up for years of conversation. Yeah. And it would just always be like, Okay, well, it was good talking to you. And then we would like maybe, <laughs> you know, talk for a couple days and then we fall off again, not in a negative way, just, yeah. you know, moving on with your life. And then Jazz come back with the hey, big head. <laughs> At least I'm I like, tried. I always, I always valued our I, friendship. Oh, you, you always don't get the credit for me. You always <laughs> don't get the credit for me. But the crazy thing is I value our friendship as well. And I think this is just a part of, you know, the maturity throughout the years and working on myself and therapy and all that other stuff, recognizing that I have to do a better job of speaking up when I feel something and like Mm -hmm. addressing it. Like I will, I will let things just, you know, I'll think about it, but Mm -hmm. I won't ever really, you know, put action to anything. I'll just let it stay where it is as just a memory. And, you know, with the way the world is like being so short shit just happening, it's like, I'm thankful for my friends like you that don't allow me to just be forgetful and not say shit and just let time go by and, you know, let those memories fade and not try to keep those friendships Mm -hmm. alive. So you are one of my friends that will definitely remind me like, Hey, you got a friend, Mm -hmm. you need to say something. And so I definitely be needing that, you know, for people to get me together. Yeah. So. But it's funny, though, because with other groups of friends that I have, I'm that person. So people really be looking at looking for me like, um, ma'am, I haven't heard from you. What's what's going on? So I definitely I definitely understand that aspect. It'd be hard sometimes because sometimes we'll just be like, you know what? If they don't want to be found, I'm not going to look for them. And then I just, mm-hmm. that's just how I am sometimes. But then I'd be like, dang, we had some good times. <laughs> the crazy thing is, you know, I'll never be off the grid. You know, I'm always around. So yeah. it's like, I never purposely was out here like, I don't want nobody to find me. Like, I'm doing me. If you catch me in the street, you catch me in the street. But yeah. like, you know, I've never been, you know, I'm, I don't want to associate or speak to anyone, you know, I'm, I'm always here and around. It's just taking that step sometimes to just say, hey, now you the one I feel like be off the grid. Can like you got to phone a friend. <laughs> uh, That's a fact. Check, find an email address. Listen, you better you hit me up on AIM. Yeah, because when you hit me up on Instagram, I was like, who the hell is this? Because it did have your name. And so I'm... I'm literally looking at the little icon pick like, <laughs> oh, okay, that must be jazz. But I have no idea because I didn't even know you were still on Instagram. So it's like, you'll be the one. Well, we got to send the whole search party because you'd be, you know, you are out of sight, out of mind, literally. 
and you be, I've, you I've be been off. working you on off, that. You off. I've been working on that because people be telling me I can't be disappearing like that. But I just don't want to bother people with their own stuff, you know, and I got my own shit going on. So I'll just be like, if we come around, we come around. That's real. I mean, I think that while it is important to definitely take your time and, you know, I, I definitely don't feel like people have to explain their absence to anybody. Like, yeah. if you need that time to yourself, you need that time to yourself. Um, but like you said, for those friends that are checking on you and just making sure everything is good, you know, sometimes it's good if you just send a smoke signal, let yeah. people know, like, <laughs> hey, I'm just going to take a little time So I'm going to hit y'all when I get it back together. Because um, it just lets your friends know that, you know, you're dealing with some things, but, you know, that they still can reach out to you if they need to. Not one of those, damn, I heard from her in a long time. She just disappeared. Then people be in a panic, like, oh, shit, when the last time you talked to her? Shit, I don't know. It's been <laughs> goddamn three months. I ain't seen her nowhere. Like, where she at? Hitting so, you up on everything. Just like, yeah, you just sometimes you got to let people know, like, look, I, I just need a little space, just need a little time to get my clear my thoughts, get my head together. I'm all right. I will reach out. Yada, yada, yada. Reach you know, just let people know. Check in on them. Somebody's hand. <laughs> had a song in my heart. Okay, <laughs> enough with the therapy session. Do you remember the one club that we used to go to all the time? I don't even know if it's a club for real, but in college where we used to go all the time. Yes, I do. I'm not naming no names because I don't want to. I, I know we said our age, but you know, I don't want to super date myself. But I do, and I don't even think it was a club because it was on a strip mall. So I feel oh, like you thinking over there. Wait, you talking about on fifty five? Oh wait, or what? on fifty four. Um, I mean, because I was. Thinking it don't on matter. 54. Take your pick. Like, I feel like we split my time at both. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because I was, I was like, I feel about like we split. See, look, I, I, oh man, it was a wild time. You know, it was a, it was a fun time, a life that I vaguely remember. <laughs> and as to some part, if it wasn't for pictures, I'm like, damn, I did that. Girl. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> When I be looking at them pictures and then I be comparing them to these daggone college kids today, I be like, sheesh, I was wholesome. <laughs> oh, wholesome. And back then, you know, we actually thought we was doing something. I got me like, oh, I got a crop top. Girl, like, I got a one, no bra. Like, you feel, I feel scandalous tonight. And I mean, Jesus, I had on the, the, the winter wear going to the club, uh, Compared to what's, first of all, not even college kids. I mean, some of these high school students are, I mean, they look older than me Facts. at the age of 33. Oh, so, you know, I'm just like, oh, Facts. I'm like, baby girl, where is the rest of that skirt? Girl, I seen some of them today. They was, what's today? Yesterday. They was um going to homecoming, walking around downtown. I was like, oh, okay. You look nice. Sheesh. Yeah. Sometimes I definitely do feel like a like an auntie because I'm like, oh man, I'm old because mm-hmm. I was watching a show on Netflix, and this is Netflix, this TV 14, and I'm <laughs> I'm texting my little cousins like, 
is this appropriate for high school kids? And they're like, yeah, actually, this is like real life. I'm like, wait, so people act like this now in high school? They're like, unfortunately, yeah. It's like, this is inappropriate. And, and it's not a rated R show. Mm-hmm. Not a t- it is a show for teenagers. Girl. And I hope it had embarrassment. I was Girl. like, oh no, I was like, oh, these children are these scenes are like damn near every sex scene they talk about sex and these students or these actors are supposed to be like you know portraying high school students high school seniors i'm just like oh my god <laughs> you got whole 25 year olds in high school I, look I, I just feel like everyone has grown up because then i'm thinking to myself i'm like was i like this in high school like did i think about these right. type of things in high school i don't know I'd I be having auntie moments looking at some of these shows and talking to my cousins. They they remind me that I'm not as young as I think I am. Right. Like, I, I be feeling like, um, you know, because we listen to some of the same stuff. So I feel like I'm still young. And then I'm like, ooh, that's a little yeah. much. Do you need to be doing that at this age? I'm, I'm And they're like, I'm yeah. So we want to talk about this season because technically this is a new season for us. What are some things that we're going to talk about this season? Like, I'm excited because I know this is a new venture for me, a mm-hmm. continuing venture for you. But together, we got some real good shit that we got coming up. So what is it that you're looking forward to the most this season? Um. Ooh, that's a good question. I think just for me, just to do, just to see how the podcast can build with someone that I'm familiar with. I think that would be a good a good dynamic, I guess you can say. I think that's the one thing that I'm most interested in in discussing, just to see your point of view on things, my point of view on things. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we're going to talk about music and self-care and trash, because I like trash. But I think that's the one thing that I'm looking forward to most. What about you, girl? So, no, I agree. I think that I'm looking forward to... <clears throat> I haven't, I've never done anything with, uh, someone else. So I've never had a mm. partner to do anything with. So it's going to be different for me, yeah. um, to even do something as one with another individual. So that's already going to be, uh, I don't want to say somewhat of a challenge, but just a new area for me, mm. but then being able to do it with something that I'm already like familiar with, for the most part, you know, there's some security and some reassurance there because it's like okay i know this person i'm comfortable with this person so i don't have to you know be anyone other than myself with this person and they understand me and vice versa so there's a different level of comfort with this so which is why i have a little bit more excitement than i do nerves about doing something Mm new um but just tapping into a different side of me creativity create creatively because um, I, well, I don't I don't do a whole lot of this you've never did a podcast or nothing before like featured on anything or nothing never did a podcast never did any podcasting I barely talk on any of my social media so it's very interesting to see Miko almost like from one end of the spectrum to the mm-hmm. other from not mm-hmm. talking on social media to having a full-fledged podcast like there was no warm-up to this okay so nobody (laughs) on any of my channels will would would have seen this shit coming yeah like oh yeah i can see her doing a podcast 
No, sis, you couldn't because I didn't say two damn words on Instagram. Everything was, uh, I would type it, it would be a nice little boomerang. Yeah. Okay. You know, I was giving you more visual on the social medias, yeah. more visuals. So being able to do that and do it with you and try to just see where we can grow yeah. um, from here because it's it's new for yeah. me. But doing this, you know, as a tandem, you know, it's also going to be new for you as well. But yeah. excited to one feature different people on the platform, particularly Black women. So featuring yeah. them and all of their successes and the things that they're doing, all the dope shit that they got going on. Mm -hmm. So definitely wanting to highlight all of those people. Um getting right talking to you about all the shit that's just out there like whether it's some shit we seen on social media <laughs> something that we've heard on the news or the, you know just a whole bunch of shit random shit that just be going on in the world um uh what else i don't know i'm trying to think relationships hmm. the trap that they call work because work is a scam and a trap and we yeah. are all falling victim to it but somehow Each we have managed day. to survive friendships female friendships because we just feel like that gets glossed over yeah. like i think friendships if not are you know one of the most important pieces of your life because i feel like yeah. your friends almost help raise you too yeah. like you you do a whole lot of growing up with your friends mm -hmm. and you know mm -hmm. i think female friendships we definitely want to put a little put a little bit of a spotlight on yeah. that because it doesn't get as much love. It's, it's definitely the stepchild to, <laughs> you know, your relationships, I mean, but shit, it's like, since you got to nurture female friendships, you got to nurture all them, those relationships. But I feel like you gotta, you definitely gotta put some emphasis and some pride on your female friendships, you know, this, yeah. give them the same energy you get that man, sis. So we definitely <laughs> want to talk about that. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm I'm excited about all the things we have going on, and shit. Every Tuesday, Yikes. what are we gonna talk about? Gonna be something Yikes. new. So I'm interested. So I'm thinking too. What I would like us to do is maybe open up our email address to the people that may be listening you know, to drop some mm -hmm. gems or maybe show ideas or if they want some advice mm -hmm. from two people that's just as trash as they are sometimes. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, I think that's, no, I think that's good um, because I think our goal with this platform is to under let people know that they're, you know, some other 30-somethings out there that are going through the same shit that they're going through mm -hmm. and maybe we have a little take on you know how something can be addressed or sometimes you just want vent and you just want to get that shit out there get it off right. your chest and you don't have nobody else to talk to since mm -hmm. you can talk to us okay <laughs> because one thing our friendship has had is a whole lot of non-judgment uh situations so ain't the whole lot that has happened that we have not seen nor done yeah um yeah. we're not gonna put everything all the way out there on the pod but mm -hmm. just know that we too have been you know a fool plenty times um <sighs> we would not be who we are today had it not been for our foolish behaviors yeah. thoughts and ways yeah. so yeah. we <laughs> yeah. we we welcome this is a safe space <laughs> it's a safe space <laughs> it's a safe space 
say what you need to say, or if you just want to shout us out and you just feel like you can relate to the content, mm -hmm. um, or if it's something that you'd like us to touch on, something you heard, you know, learn us something too. So Lord. we definitely look forward to engaging and interacting with um, everyone that's out there because that's what's going to make the pod, honestly, uh, is the engagement that we have from the community and just feeling like we're we're providing content that you all are wanting to hear and it really aligns with you know your day-to-day -day and just figuring out how we can you know grow and learn together because shit we we push in mid-30s hey so we got two more years until we, we get there man stop rushing the two process more, but i'm <sighs> rushing it i'm not gonna lie i'm i'm low-key looking forward to turning like 35 because I feel like once I turn 30 my life kind of changed for the better mm -hmm. so I'm just mm -hmm. curious to see what happens on the other side yeah. because I'm I'm feeling like 30 31 32 those were some good years yeah I feel like 35 I feel like the good lord got some good shit in store for me Ain't for 35 it. like Ain't I just it. feel it I just he's not gonna bring me this far to leave Girl. me hanging at 35 but I got faith mm. that 35 will turn out good one okay I, I'm, I'm putting that energy out there now that 35 gonna be a good ass year yeah granted i'm not even 34 i'm just putting it out there because 30 started off good so i'm mm -hmm. like all right five years the lord seen what i was doing and he gonna bless me yeah. at 35 like i just feel like 35 is it for me that's gonna be like the starter point I can dig it, man. I'm excited. I'm excited that you was open to this idea, that you kind of presented the idea. And I'm just looking forward to seeing to seeing what the future holds for us. I think it'll be dope. I know we wanted to get into uh, this hot topic that you had on your Instagram. So please enlighten me. Humor me. What was this poll that you put out there on your IG the other day that she was trying to get feedback from the people. Okay. So I realized that I really have to stop talking to men sometimes because they really be pissing me off. So I was having a conversation <laughs> with a man <laughs> and I was at the gas. It started because I was at the gas station the other day and broke my nail. I was pumping gas and I walked into the gas station and I seen a dude, right? And the dude see me and we seen each other. So I was like, okay, cool. I see you see me, you see me see you. But you don't say nothing. So I'm just trying to figure out. So I put on the poll, I was like, men, why is it when y'all see somebody and you might think they're attractive or whatever the case is, you don't say nothing. And the guy that I was mm -hmm. talking to said, well, men like to be approached also. And I was like, do they really? Because they have a tendency to say that's aggressive, it's pushy, it's doing too much. So my question was, and maybe you can enlighten me, do men like to be approached? Yes or no? Well, what feedback did you get? Because you said, maybe I can enlighten you, since I'm not a man, so I don't know <laughs> if men like the... Uh, I mean, I had no, some... No. Some said yes. I think it was like 15 people that responded and some said yes and some said no but i'm just like i don't it's 2021 and everybody's emotional everybody's sensitive so the last thing i need is for me to be like i see you see me and then you tell me i'm being aggressive but you're not gonna say nothing you understand what i'm saying so it's like what what 
Where are we here? I'm just saying. Okay, so did you even find the man attractive? Let's start oh, yeah. there. Yeah, he was he was fire. He had nice little booty, bow legged legs, and all that. I'm like, well, I'll see you, CB. Okay, so did you even give him any type of energy for him to feel like you was approachable? Because you know how you be getting rest of in the store, outside of the store, at the okay. gas pump. What I, do I have to say? Did you come did, here and talk he, to me? Did he tell you where, did you have a mask on? No. I mean, when I was in the store, I did. But when I came out, I did took it off. smile at this man? Yes. Did you smile at this man? Yes. What's your smile look like? Let me see. Let me oh see. What was God. the smile look like? First of all. The first time. That's first awkward. Time. I don't know. Let me see. Because if it was like. If you gave him some half-ass smile the first time, not the the second and third time, like if your smile was like, Mm-mm. like, Mm-mm. or the second and third time you look like you was annoyed Mm-mm. that he didn't say nothing to you, what that smile look like? Let me see. First what of the all, smile look like? that's awkward. Because I hope it was catching it right there. <laughs> that's... Let me see the smile. I don't know what the smile was, but this is Let awkward. Me smile. Okay. I can, I can, I can tell you from the smile that you gave. Even as a woman, I wouldn't come up to you. Let me see that smile. I don't know what the smile was. You trying to have me smile like I smiled at the man. I don't know what the smile... First of all, we made multiple mutual eye contacts. I'm not smiling. We made mutual eye contacts, first of all, okay? You watched me walk around my truck to the driver's side to open up the thing, walk back around. I purposefully stood in front of my car. While you was there, so you could see me. But why you ain't just say something? Because if you went through all of that, sis, you wanted him to say something. So why you ain't just but say, that's what I'm damn, saying. I've been standing in front of this car and you still ain't saying nothing to me? But that's what I'm saying, because my smart ass mouth would have been like, so how long are we going to do this until you say something? But then I don't want to feel like I'm being aggressive. You're smart ass, you said that then. You should have said that because you was aggressive enough, sis, when you brought your ass back to the front of the car and said, damn, look at this man. That was aggressive. I'm old school, okay? <laughs> And if you see me see you and I see you see me, say something to me. That's just how I feel. Well, look, you said it's, it's 2021. And if you did enough to purposely make sure that he's seen you and you was in good light, he in a good this. space, and you presented another opportunity, you should have just said some slick shit and just started the conversation that way because clearly he see you too doing all this shit to be noticed Mm. so at what point and i'm gonna pose this question to you at what point do you stop playing the game and just go after the man that you that you're interested in like you're not about to marry the man you could just say something like i think you're real attractive or whatever who knows but clearly you wanted you wanted to speak first of all so you're gonna let that man just walk away he made contact first okay So as I looked at him and did my initial scan of him, then I responded with the same contact, okay? Second of all, like I said before, we are in 2021, and I am personally don't want to hear no man talking about, oh, well, I mean, what I do for you, you could do for me too. Sir, I understand that. We'll get there when we get there. But you're a man at the end of the day, okay? And if you like what you like, then approach what you like. I'm but old like school. Like. I'm old school. No. But I'm you, old like, school. you like so now so now you, you ain't got shit either. 
Yeah, the man is gone. You're right. And he had a nice little booty. And all you had to do, you ain't have to ask him out. You ain't have to do nothing. All you could have said was a couple words, and it probably would have been like, damn, all right, maybe she is feeling me. Let me. That could have sparked a little bit more, I want to say confident. Huh? I said, why do I have to do that, though? Ain't a man supposed to be confident? A man should be confident, but you should also be confident, too, as a woman. If he clearly gave you the indication that he's interested, there's nothing wrong with just having a simple pleasantry. <laughs> no one said you got to ask this man to the movies and to dinner. And when where you live, I'm going to come pick you up at 730. You ain't have to do all of that. But maybe sometimes it let him know, like, yeah, I see you. So if you're going to say something, you need to say something. And if you try to ask me out, you need to ask me out. But you could have just addressed and said something to let him know that, okay, I see you. Sometimes eye contact isn't mm-hmm. enough. Clearly. But you missed out on the bow-legged man with the mm-hmm. nice booty. So I don't know. There you go. So I don't, I, and, and I feel bad for men sometimes because I feel like they got it kind of difficult because we'd be interested, but we expect them to like do all of the initial just like, interactions not saying you know you got to go out and ask a man out on a date it mm-hmm. don't even got to be that deep in the beginning you may mm-hmm. mess around talk to this man he may have halitosis and you may be like fuck <laughs> his breath is really bad mm-hmm. i don't even want to go on a date with this man so i mean all you or like his tooth may just be missing on like the side so i don't know so you you ain't even gonna get that far all that's gotta be is like a simple conversation so i feel bad for most men, because they got to, you know, they got to make the co- eye contact. She make the eye contact. And then now I got to go do all this. But she clearly waiting on me to say something. So, but I mean, like, I feel them know a little I'm bit. I think it's kind of. But if you know I'm waiting for you to say something, just I'm I'm giving you that energy to say something. Like, I will understand. And I think my hesitation personally is because I just think the XY chromosome is weird anyway. Because. More times out of 10, I get the, oh, you're doing too much if I did that. Every now and again. But those have to make you want anyway. I mean, obviously. But every now and again, you might come across the one that receives that. But what Jordan said, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. God damn it. So the averages don't mean shit. If you don't say nothing. So it's like, yeah, the guy that says, oh, you a little aggressive. I mean, clearly he just did a lot of the legwork anyway. So it's like, <laughs> even if he were to ask you out at some point down the line, you would not have found him attractive anymore anyways. So I feel like there are a lot of men that do, and it's it's all about how you, you present it. Like, obviously no man... Well, I don't want to say obviously. I don't think most men want to be, you know, approached like they are a single woman. Like, like you know, you coming at him like, damn, Ma, you look good in them jeans. Like, I, you know, I just feel I want you to. Like, I think there are certain ways that you can compliment a man or make a man feel like, you know, you have some sort of interest in him and he'll reciprocate that energy. Um, because I do feel like sometimes men don't really know what to say, how to say, you know, it's a lot of shit going on where most look, it's sticky. Okay. Out here with interactions between men and women. Like sometimes people don't be knowing like, uh, 
shit, how she going to receive me? Like, I don't want her to think I'm X, Y, Z. So it's a whole lot of stuff. But I just feel like a simple, hey, I see you. But I you, see you looking at me. So how long but, are we going to keep staring at each other? Somebody but, say something. Mm-mm. I, I mean, I feel what you're saying. But on the flip side of that, it'd be the dudes. It'd either be the oh, 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 oh. Or the ones that I don't find attractive like that. They got all the confidence in the world. They don't have nothing to lose. They've been they've been here now their whole life. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> they don't have shit to lose. You always hear people say the most, and I hate to say it, but the most unattractive people have the most confidence. They have been hearing no for a really long time. So I feel like yeah, no is a drop in the bucket for them because <laughs> you know how many knows he probably gonna hear before you hear he hear yes because there's somebody for everybody. He don't give a fuck about you telling him no. He gonna move on to smiles because not gonna stop his show. One monkey don't stop the show. He is moving on to the next chick. All right, well she said no, so I'm just go ahead and shoot my shot at the next one. They they have a lot of confidence because it's no is a no. Like I don't think they take it. I don't I don't think many people uh, internalize it the same way that some do. Like some people take no like as oh. we see with how some men react to rejection mm-hmm. to a whole nother level. Like. It's like, dude, I don't even know your name. And you have taken this so personally, you know, to the point where you are stalking someone or mm-hmm. trying to attack or, you know, in some worst name. cases, like killing someone for mm-hmm. rejection. So those people that internalize it, they I don't even count them. Like they're like on a, a completely different spectrum than those that we would deem normal mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like if, if a no causes you to want to attack me, there's some some deeper psychological issues. Like you're you're not well. Something's wrong with you. Did you see so, the, did the, did you see the video? There was a video of like some girl like at a apartment complex or something. This girl rejected this dude, mm-hmm. and he lit her car on fire. Oh no, I did not see that. Yes, and I'm just like, where was this? I don't know. I've seen it on TikTok like last week or maybe the week before that. But when you were saying that just now, I just thought of that video. And she was recording it, and she was just saying how she just told him no, that she was not interested, and he just lost his ape shit. And I'm just like, bro, niggas be wilding. Yeah, no, <laughs> that to me is 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 different. So I mean, I I do feel it like it's a tricky situation either way you look at it. But mm-hmm. I just feel like as women now, if you're interested or if you see you know a man that you find that's attractive and he's clearly showing like a little bit of interest like it's i feel it's different when you know you have no clue if this man is interested in you you out there literally just taking a shot in the dark like i'm gonna just try my hand at this man even look my way but i'm gonna go tap this man on his shoulder anyways and be like hey you see me <laughs> so i just feel like you know if he show you a little interest it's it's nothing wrong with just saying hey like you know some cute shit how long we gonna keep looking at each other because I feel like you you gonna let you gonna let a blessing walk out your life and you never know that could have been your that could have been your husband Ooh. at the gas station but you'll Ooh. never know could have been your husband Ooh. so Ooh. yes it is 2021 but we are moving into 2022 so that is no longer an excuse to be like he the man he the man girl no one said oh. get on your knee in the gas station parking lot and Propose to this man. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely. You just could 
I like how your legs bend. What? <laughs> I would just walk away after that. Like, listen, you're weird. Like, I like, I like how your legs be bowed out like that, and how your booty support them. You, you do it all that, but you clearly was looking enough I mean, to even be yeah. able to see. Listen, I'm perverted. I'm gonna let you know I'm perverted. So if I see a butt that I like, I'm gonna examine it. That's okay. He well, nice said something to that butt because that that yeah. butt walked away, and got in his car. Oh well, that was his loss. And yours too. <laughs> <laughs> like sweetheart, you let that man go too. So what did you talk about? His loss. That's Clearly, his loss. you're lost as well. Whatever, bro. Would you propose to a man? No, I wouldn't propose to a man. <laughs> I just feel like I think it's not that I think that it's odd. Um, odd. I think that when you think about marriage, most times, most most times, women are already like in their mind, whether they really are or not, are already prepared for marriage. Like yeah. they already figured out at some point in the relationship, oh, I'm gonna be with him forever. Like <laughs> they have created a secret wedding book that he has no knowledge of yeah. so I feel like they're already prepared so I don't even think it's a, a matter of um like roles and stuff like that I think it's just a a matter of preparation and just being ready and me asking a man that I may or may not even be sure if he's ready to be married to me is is a failure in itself because I know I'm ready I'm taking a shot in the dark and assuming that because we've been together this long, he's ready as mm -hmm. well. And so I just feel like while it's, it sucks to hear it like, oh, well, you got to wait on the man to be married. But I, I think it's important that both parties are ready. And generally it's the woman who is always prepared and ready to be married. I mean, this is some shit she's been dreaming about her whole life. Like, I don't think Pinterest. he was cutting out tuxedos, right? In, in a magazine, like, oh, this gonna be my, this gonna be my tux. My groomsmen gonna wear this. We gonna get married at this venue. Like, she just planned out her whole wedding from, you know, from her childhood. So she's always been ready to be married. Men mm -hmm. feel like, you know, they want to be married, but when and with who and matter of being ready. So like, I, I wouldn't ask just for that reason, not because. Oh, I'm a woman, and if I did, I'm not getting on my knee. Like I would just ask him. Like I would be like, "So you try to get married?" Like I'm, I'm sitting my ass in a chair. But I'm not getting on the ground. <laughs> like I'm not getting on the floor. And first of all, with these knees, honey, he gonna have to help me up. Cause shit, I can't. I'm like, let me help me down. Help me down. <laughs> you try to marry me. So no, I wouldn't ask for, for different reasons, but not because I feel like a man should ask just because I feel like naturally a man is probably going to be the last person to be ready. And he needs to ask when he's ready because yeah. usually they already know when the woman is ready. Because I, I don't feel like a man is going to propose if he feel like she's going to say no. no. Right. Those moments when they do say no, I feel like it kind of literally took the dude for like a curveball like whoa I thought we was because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I never would have mm -hmm. if I thought we would mm -hmm. they're not mm -hmm. gonna set themselves up objection especially if it's public Girl. hell no he asked when he know good and damn well that answer gonna be a yes even right. when he know he fucked up yeah. when he know he's, he still love him enough to say yes in public yeah. yes now they, they get married is a whole other story but you know I was just wondering because you know motherfuckers will stay married 
they will stay married for uh i mean stay engaged for years before oh, they no. actually officially get married we're not doing none of that <laughs> i'm old now i'm not 27 yeah. years old listen and i feel you and i don't even want a wedding so for me like we don't even need that much time like when's our appointment for the courthouse girl i and was talking to mommy we'll have, about that but and then when we book in these flights for this two-week trip we about to take because mm-hmm. i'm not having nowhere and then we can have a nice party when we get back and we can send out some invites and everybody can come party at the house and we got a big old shindig mm-hmm. but i'm not paying for, for 60 dollars plates for fish and chicken mm-hmm. um for a gown that I'm going to wear one time Mm-mm. or a night that really isn't even about me. Mm-mm. And I just feel like at this age, when once you think about how much weddings really cost, mm-hmm. I would I would sooner, you know, go on a trip for a whole month before I pay $75,000 for people to eat and dance and drink <laughs> on my dime. I will pay for them to do something, but no. it's going to be simple at the house we're gonna have some good cater food we're gonna have a dj we're gonna have a good old time mm-hmm. at home comfortable everybody gonna be comfortable mm-hmm. and we will show you a video of maybe <laughs> some cute shit our like, sweetest moments yeah but i don't i don't feel like i think the moment is about you know us you know mm-hmm. when we get married i feel like it's about me and my husband i want to take that money and i want to go on have some experiences yeah. that we can truly enjoy that's not going to be stressful because weddings are stressful i don't yeah. want to be stressed i don't even want to have to plan i don't want to have to do any of that so when i plan something i want it to be super simple like we'll have a big old tray of macaroni we have a big old tray of this because we're gonna be outside we yeah. have a cookout we're having a nice ass cookout yeah. and we ain't gotta think about nothing strenuous so yeah. i just want stress-free and I don't want to have to think back on anything and say, damn, I wish I would not have done this. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have did what I wanted to do instead versus mm-hmm. what what's traditional or, you know, expected of a bride and a groom. Yeah. I don't want to do none of that. Yeah, that's the same thing I told my so, Yeah, I told her, I was like, you'd be lucky if, if I don't just pop up and be like, by the way, I got married yesterday. <laughs> because I, I don't, I, it's too much. I said, the only way I'm going to get married and have like a wedding is if I have a Kanye compound. That I have my own venue, my own backyard, my own everything. But if I don't have a Kanye compound, it might be a, a day thing. Hey, let's get married. Look, I already know. I'm like, how long it take to get on the books at the courthouse? Two weeks? All right, well, in that time frame, I'm going to tell people, all right, well, I'm getting married in two weeks. If y'all want to join us for brunch or dinner, <laughs> this is where we going. <laughs> but... Like, you don't even need to drive. You don't got to do nothing. Mm-mm. Like, you know, come as you are. Mm-hmm. But I just don't feel like, I don't I don't need a whole lot of the pomp and circumstance. Like, that's yeah. just not my thing. Um, the older that I get, when I was younger, I really did. But then I also didn't know how much weddings cost. So as I get older, I'm just like, oh, shit. Yeah, no, I'm not paying that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you're younger and it's kind of, you know, you fantasize a lot about what your wedding's gonna look like, get dressed, you know. I don't wanna do any of that. I have no interest. I think they'll all those things are gorgeous. I think they're beautiful and I love to see it just for me. Like I've been saying this for a while now and I I feel pretty strongly about the fact that I don't wanna have a wedding um ceremony. So if I do anything, it's gonna be small at the house. Mm-hmm. We'll already be married, so having yeah. a party 
Because at the end of the day, that's what people are there for anyway. You're going to me, see me watch, uh, or I'm sorry, watch us exchange vows for like 20 minutes. <laughs> and then the rest of the time, y'all just going to be eating and doing all the other stuff, like cutting the cake, toss. I don't want to toss no garter. I don't want to toss no flowers. <laughs> I don't want to do none of that shit. I want to eat and dance and drink. That's it. I don't want to do anything else. I don't want to do any of those traditional things. I just, it's not for me. I don't like to feel like I'm being uh, robotic. Mm-hmm. So I just want everything just to be natural. But I feel like here, making sure they take pictures. Here, making sure they take, I don't want to do any of that. I just want to have fun. And you catch me when you catch me. Them pics going to spend a block anyway. So go ahead and... Uh, <laughs> You catch me over here. You catch me over there. Like I don't. I don't want to be like stationed at every point of my day, and mm. I don't want to wake up at five a.m. to get makeup done for something that's not till five o'clock. And I don't want none of that shit. Sounds like a good time to me. None of it. You don't want them to introduce you either. They can introduce me, oh, okay. but that don't take a whole lot of. Uh, rehearsal it doesn't take a whole lot of anything it's just like because it's just me and the girl mm-hmm. so everybody's already gonna be in the in the room or wherever we have our little party and they now we introduce mr and mrs da, 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 <laughs> and then here we come and then that's it but we don't nothing we may show them a video like if we did a video recording of us mm-hmm. if we got some pictures of us we may show a little something we'll put together it'd be cute you know, but I don't want anything literally going to be, yeah, I don't want to be up at the crack of dawn getting makeup done because I got to, you know, take these pictures before my wedding and all the other stuff like that shit is draining as hell. So I want to be fresh, awake, aware, and I want to be able to really enjoy the moment. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I can't do that if I've been up for eight hours before the damn party. So because I'll be, Mm -hmm. I'll be cranky as hell. I already know. Just just look out for my e-bite, okay? Oh, Jesus. We send our shit. At least it's not a text electronically. Message, so I appreciate it. <laughs> no, I'm I'm classier than that. I ain't gonna do y'all like that. I'm classy. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna do a I'm gonna I'm gonna do an e-bite and I'll follow it up with a uh, with an actual you know mailed invitation. Oh, okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah. That might be more than what I would do. So you just make good. sure. Oh, so basically you are gonna send me a. <laughs> Uh, a text, a DM. I'll make an announcement on Instagram. What the hell? Okay, you know the way that algorithm is. I'm gonna see that shit all late. I'm gonna miss the whole ceremony because it's gonna show up two days later. Then I'm like, oh damn, Jazz had a party. <laughs> shit, that was 18 hours ago. I'm just now seeing it, so I had no idea. So be quick, girl. <laughs> I'm gonna have to turn my notification. I be, I have. I be thinking about that stuff and I just be like, this is too much. Like people be stressed out. They be losing their minds and it's just getting more expensive the older we get. I'm just, mm. no, it is. Um, I think, you know, if you have it to spend by all means, Thank knock you yourself know. out. No, I just think for me, it's a priority. Well, I mean, I'm not going to tell people how to spend their money. Some people for them, they really will pay for that experience. And I'm not going to like, take that away from them if that is how they want to share and express their union yeah cool for me as i order it's just about priority like what's more meaningful to me is it actually having an experience like beyond this particular day um 
you know, like if there's something that we want to do in terms of like traveling and maybe if we're in a position where it comes down to you either travel how you want to or have these experiences like you want to or you pay for this extravagant wedding for all these people because you want them to be a part of it. It's like, that's not as important to me. I would yeah. love to do something with all of those people, just maybe not in that type of, uh, on that type of stage. Yeah. Because I definitely would want to have, I have a big ass party. Like, yeah, we should have fun, but I don't want to have to do like all of the flat, like just the whole process that goes into that production. Like that shit takes a long time and I yeah. don't want to have to do all of that, but I want to, enjoy and spend it with my friends and family but how i want to and i want to do it in a non-traditional way and it's just like we about to just party and have a good ass time and you come as you are i don't give a damn <laughs> like we're just because i because i want that to be the experience i want you to be like you came and you just had fun yeah you enjoyed yourself yeah it was good music was good you didn't feel like, you know, like you just felt like you were part of the moment the yeah. entire time. So that's, that's what I, that's what I want. I don't want a production. I want an event, like a real party. Like we about to party party. So bring your shoes and be ready. <laughs> I mean, you still gonna have to have a dress code because Dante might come in shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> well, shit, depending on the season, shit, he might. Hell, I might be out there in the shorts and a t-shirt, a nice little jumpsuit. A little romper. So we'll see. I don't know. I mean, who knows? That time is a long way away from today. <laughs> it will get here when it gets here. It does come. When it get here, when it get here. But I already got, I got the, I got a, a, I got a simple plan. I already know the blueprint of what I want, and I can change shit along the way. But I know what's going to be certain. You know, regardless of what it is now, if my husband or future husband is on the same page, we'll revisit this conversation. <laughs> if if he if he says otherwise, but as it stands for myself, that is how I feel. I can dig it, man. So you better hope you don't yeah. get a groomzilla. So I don't know. You said what? I said you better hope you don't get a groomzilla. I doubt it. I mean, because most men, they might be all right with not having to spend that money on a fish plate. So <laughs> he might be, he might be cool with not having to do uh table numbers, paying for table numbers. Yeah. He's like, we gotta do that. She all right. I'm with it. We just gonna do this. Cool. Like he might be all right. He never even know. Okay. He like, he might be shocked. Like shit. You don't have no money for real, for real. Like you. <laughs> You're not lying. Like, no, I'm not lying. I'm for real. Damn. Girl, you might marry me right there. Girl. So let the people know where they can find you. Where can they find Jory? So, so you can find me on Instagram at Jory, J-O-R-I dot Chioma, C-H-I-O-M-A. And that's pretty much my name on all of my platforms. I don't really use Twitter like that, but it's up there. I don't know the last time I tweeted, to be honest. Um, YouTube, mm -hmm. TikTok, Pinterest, because a bitch be pinning, okay? Yes, pinning and creating. Yes, <laughs> I love these pictures. I love But, it. you know, all of those details will be in the description box, so you don't have to worry about how making sure you spell Chioma right, because <laughs> somebody going to fuck it up. But, <laughs> And Jess? Yes, ma'am. Um, so mine is at BK, the number two, 
Talks. No, I said that wrong. Hold on. What is my name? BK Talks Too Much. Okay. It's BK Talks, the number two much on all social media, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. I'm not the most um, productive person on these social media platforms, so just bear with me. I'm learning, but I'm there. <laughs> well, well, we got to, I don't know, is there anything... Anything else you got to say to the people before we get out of here? Um, you know, each and every Tuesday, Jazz and Jory, Jory and Jazz on Instagram at LooksThisPod. Email address LooksThisPod at gmail.com. But other than that, I don't know. What about you, man? You got anything going on you want to tell the people no, what they can look for? Not a damn thing. Uh, You know, got to get ready to uh, head to the trap in the morning. Oh my goodness! Work, you know, right? Like, gotta, gotta, just get ready for the next day. But you know, catch Bang, us on Tuesday. Court, we will be back, girl. It is, <laughs> it is truly a gang. Like, but let me not say that. You know, I, I want to keep my job. So, we, uh, <laughs> but we will be back on Tuesday with some new stuff. Um, Definitely looking forward to it. And so make sure y'all join us. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>